0: I believe I have discovered what the A and USA stands for, and I think you will agree. Also, is he someone standing up for a cause or just someone that's mentally ill or both? And the number one problem in the USA, according to Congress. Uncensored.
1: Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the CorelCast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service.
0: It is the Cast. I am Carell. So very glad you are joining me. Happy Wednesday to ya! So today we're going to talk about the number one problem in America, according to the Speaker of the House of Representatives, the third person in line for the presidency. Uh, We're also going to talk about someone that many are claiming is a hero, and I'm getting in trouble because I'm saying, uh, no, just mentally ill. Uh, And the USA. What does the A stand for? You think it's America. Well, (laughs) I've got news for you. Uh, And you know what? Let's start with that. Let's start with that. Because it sort of trickles into all the other things that we're going to talk about. So what I'm about to tell you, before you text me, email me, or down below, uh, you know, comment on on the YouTube or the Patreon and I'm so in love with my patrons, I love you so much, Uh, Let me first say that I know that this is partly my fault, okay? I take partial responsibility for what I'm about to tell you. But uh, that doesn't change the actions of others. So, uh, I have begun walking Ember across the street again at night. Now, I stopped doing that because it was getting dark too early, and the park across the street is dicey, uh, and I don't like to be in there after dark. Uh, it's very homeless populated and other nefarious individuals. Uh, and so I don't, want, I don't like to be there. So, but now that it's getting darker a little later, uh, we leave at 4.45 and we're back by dark for two miles. So Ember recently, just the last six months, has taken uh, to break her training, which goes against her training. Uh, but if a bicycle or a skateboard rides up on us fast, Ember will take off to to chase them. Now that's new. She just started doing that since she turned eight. Uh, Maybe she feels threatened. I don't know, but she does it. So now I make sure she's on a leash when we're in a place where there could be a bicycle or a skateboarder. Uh, I learned the hard way and I had to leap up and and catch her one day, and um, that really hurt my back, like bad. So now I know. So yesterday I brought the stroller with me because she only does a mile of the two miles. Uh, and I was switching her from the stroller hook, because she's hooked in the stroller, uh, to the hook on my bag. But in that instant, when I set her down to switch, a bicyclist rode up on us very fast, very fast. Uh, And she took off towards it. And I'm terrified because if if he runs over her, she's dead. And so she runs over towards the bike barking. Now she shouldn't do that. And she should be on the leash and she should come when called and it's a break in training and I get it, okay? So I yell at the guy, please stop, because he could injure her, you know? He keeps going and she keeps chasing him. And now I jump up and I'm all, please stop, please stop, please stop at the top of my voice. And what does he do? He turns, laughs at me And rides super fast on the bike to see if she'll chase. And she does. And then he turns and heads right towards a busy street while laughing. And I'm screaming, please stop, please stop. You know, Ember, come here. And he, he does not stop. He keeps going towards the street. She stops. Finally, she realizes what she's doing is wrong. And she stops. And she came back to me. Now, she was unharmed which I am forever grateful for, because at that speed he would have killed her. But I was so mad at that guy, I yelled out something that I now regret, which was, if I had my gun, I'd fucking shoot you. And I'm afraid if I had a gun at that moment, I might have. And what really got me was here is this 60-year-old guy chasing a little dog saying, please stop, please stop. And what does he decide to do? Ride faster and laugh and ride towards a busy street. Now, he was an asshole. But as I started thinking about it last night, you know, my downstairs neighbor, she's an asshole. And if you're listening, Leah, you're an asshole. She has called the paramedics nine times in two days. Nine times. What is her big problem? She has a hiatal hernia not an emergent thing. You don't die from them. They can be painful, but that's all she's got, a hiatal hernia. They come, they take her to the hospital. She gets the drugs. She comes back. The drugs wear off. She calls again. I'm all, why don't you use an Uber or a Lyft? And she has like five reasons. And I said, well, you know, they're going to start charging you because nine times in two days, she goes, oh no, I'm on Medicaid. I don't pay. And I said to her, well, somebody does. You're abusing the system. 911 is for people having strokes, heart attacks, car crashes, whatever. You just got a fucking hiatal hernia. And one time she asked me to get her home from the hospital. I paid for her Uber three days ago, $14, and she hasn't repaid me. She's an asshole. She's using the system, abusing the system, and stopping someone that really needs care from getting it. She's a, she's an asshole. (laughs) No two ways about that. But then you go on social media and you see that, guess what? So, you know, everybody's got an opinion now. It used to be that learned individuals or experienced individuals were the ones to render opinions. Now, everyone's got an opinion about everything, even if they know nothing about it, they've got an opinion. Why? Because they're assholes. They're self-entitled, self-absorbed. That's all social media is filled with now. I'm so fabulous. Look at me. Look at my life. Be jealous. I'm an influencer. I influence people. Oh, is my bandage off? Uh, Excuse my band-aid. I have a uh, biopsy they did on my face yesterday. Uh, And there's a stitch in there. And so I'm supposed to be wearing a band-aid, but they said put Vaseline on it because they said that Neosporin, 90% of people don't know that they're allergic to Neosporin, because of this ingredient that's in it. So I said, just put Vaseline, but it doesn't make the, the bandage stick. So anyway, so online now, you've just got, you know, a- online and podcasting. I said this the other day, 4.5 now million podcasts. Just because you can buy a microphone and record on a computer doesn't mean that we need to hear your opinion, okay? Okay. It used to be radio was the gatekeeper of opinions, and granted, we didn't need to hear all of those opinions, but at least it was reserved for broadcasters. When Andrew and I got our jobs, people were furious because we didn't have 10, 20 years broadcasting experience behind us. Oh, very famous people, Rush Limbaugh, all these other people weighed in on, oh, well, they don't have much broadcasting experience. What are they doing on KFI? And when I went to KGL, well, he's only been on radio for like seven, 10 years, why is he get, you know, Nowadays, there's people that have never done a show in their lives and they're suddenly podcasters because their opinion suddenly matters. They've suddenly got something to say that I guess we all need to hear. But the truth is, we don't. And then you look at government. You look at people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. You look at, you know, Matt Getz. You look at Ted Cruz. We have become the United States of assholes the A in America is now for assholes. You know, we're people who think, oh, solve a problem with a gun. Hey, I'm I'm glad I didn't have one yesterday, you know? But that's who we are now, solve a problem with a gun, you know, solve a problem with violence, solve a problem with a fight. We're assholes. And Trump wins because he empowers assholes. These people with their big, obtrusive trucks that they shouldn't be driving anyway. They're destroying the planet. They're burning up fossil fuel, five miles per gallon or whatever. They shouldn't even exist, these trucks. But there they are, decorated with their Trump flags and their Confederate flags. And today, I saw a Trump flag, Confederate flag, and a swastika. Not making that up. Assholes! Only an asshole would fly a Confederate flag. Only an asshole would fly a swastika. Only an asshole would support Donald Trump. You are truly the epitome of assholery if you support MAGA and Donald Trump or the GOP. You're an asshole. So I really believe the A in America is now for assholes. When we come back, speaking of assholes, the Speaker of the House says he knows what the number one problem with America is. I'll tell you what he thinks. I want to hear from you what you think. I don't think you're going to agree with it. Although, you might.
1: It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the CorelCast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the CorelCast. Driving you home or driving you crazy.
0: All right, it is the Cast. I am Corel. I'm still thinking of that woman at the park this morning. Oh my God. So there's this 81 year old guy named Dell, and he walks this dog named Harley, who's a big, adorable, lovable, golden retriever. Wouldn't hurt anybody or anything. And from the moment we met them six years ago, Harley has never been on a leash ever. Ever. Okay, since 75 years old, Dell's been walking Harley at this park, same park, twice a day. And everybody that goes there knows Harley. Everybody knows Harley and Dell. Everybody. Okay, and when they're not there, we I have his phone number, we'll call. Where are you? Are you okay? Because we look out for him. Harley is the most lovable dog in the world. He loves Ember. Ember loves him. He loves everybody. He, goes over, he only goes over to me and a few other people. But he goes over to every dog. But in terms of people, he only goes, well, according to Dell, he only goes over to me. Uh, and he comes and I love him and he sits on my feet and everything. So, this morning we were on the other side, not the fenced inside, and Dell and Harley were there walking, and Harley was off his leash. Now, granted, there's a leash law. And so, again, Dell was not in the right here, but everybody at this park knows that Harley walks off leash. Harley is a friendly dog. Harley says hi to everybody. Everybody knows that, okay? Everybody. If Heath is listening, he knows exactly, he's like, yep, everybody loves Harley. So, today, this woman that's got this great Dane that she fixed its ears. Uh, and whatever. I, I saw her and I commented. I said, oh, his ears are out of the bandages. That's good. And then Harley walked over to me and she said, is that your dog? Why isn't on a leash? I said, no, no, he's not mine. It's, it's Harley and he's never on a leash. I go, you've been here. You've seen him. She goes, oh yes, that's right. Well, where's his owner? I said, in the bathroom. So, you know, I, she stands there mumbling. I can't hear her. She's 50 feet away. Uh, and so Dell comes out of the bathroom And she starts lecturing from 50 feet, me and Dell, about how Harley needs to be on a leash and those rules are there for every and on and on and on. And I'm polite. I go, ma'am, you are right. Thank you very much. But, you know, Harley is always, always, always off a leash. He never harms anybody. Well, my dog will hurt him if he comes over here. Well, that's your dog's poor training. I'm like, but, you know, thank you. Thank you for your concern. Have a good day. That's what I said she continues to shout at us, put that damn dog on leash, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, ma'am, please, you've made your point. Have a good day. But no, she keeps going. And I'm like, okay, Karen, enough. Well, when I call her a Karen, she screams, well, fuck you. And I look at her and I go, honey, I'm a gay man. I wouldn't fuck you with your dog's dick. Oh, well, that was it. That was it. She just started fuming. And then I started laughing, and Dell started laughing, and that made her fume even more. You know? And, And that just goes to my first topic. It's like, look, you know what, thank you. I know what he's doing is wrong, but he always does it. And the dog is not a menace, and even the park employees are fine with it. The dog catcher is fine with it, after six years. Everybody knows Harley just walks along being a big old hundred pound, you know, lovable lug. But more importantly, she made her point. She told us the law. She told us he should be on a leash. But instead of going on her way, she's got to stand there and pontificate and yell and scream. Now she's yelling and screaming. And so when I call her a Karen, that's it. Fuck you, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. You know, I was polite to her. I told her she was correct. I thanked her for bringing it. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you you know, and, and have a good day. But instead, she wanted to stay there and argue. She wanted to stay there and fight because she has to be right and we have to do things her way. She's proof that there doesn't need to be leash laws for dogs but for humans, FYI. Uh, all right, so the, uh, the number one problem in America, according to our Speaker of the House of Representatives on Tuesday, he's, they're about to let the government shut down again and they're going to hold the government hostage. This is illegal. They shouldn't do it. The the money that they have spent was already agreed upon. I know you all know this. They do this trick every three to five months, six months. They use the budget as a campaign tool. This should be illegal. Congress should not be able to hold the government hostage until they get what they want or we won't fund the government and let it shut down. And so now the Speaker of the House is saying it's the border. The border is the number one problem facing Americans today. What a fucking liar. Okay, first of all, the border doesn't affect your life at all, unless you live upon it. If you live at the border, okay, your life might be affected. If you don't, it does Oh, what about that illegal immigrant that just killed that nurse? You know what? Do we freak out as much when a legal citizen goes on a shooting spree? People are murdered every day by legal citizens. And you don't hear Congress screaming about that. But one immigrant, illegal, kills one person and that's it. Shut the border. Blah, 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 blah. When it's the legal kids with guns that have the real problem. But anyway, the border is not a problem. A, they only cost us $14 billion a year, immigrants. B, they pay in about $70 or $80 billion in taxes that they're never going to get back. C. A majority of immigrants coming through now are from China. Okay, China, not Mexico, Guatemala, none of that. China. And D. It doesn't affect your life. They're not taking a job that you want. They're not doing anything except coming here. And you've got to know we've not, we've become a shithole country. According, you know, Donald Trump was right. So they've got to be really bad where they're coming from to want to come here because all of us that are here like you and me we want to leave especially if Trump wins so they really have to be in bad straits to think America's a better place where there's gun violence mass shootings the economy is doing god knows what where it, we've got 60 or 70 million complete assholes we've got this guy there, the asshole leader Donald Trump you know we've got a GOP that are seditionists we've got a supreme court that is working against the people of the United States We're in a mess. But the Speaker of the House thinks that the border is the number one problem. Not the price of groceries or gas. Not mass shootings that are going on like almost on a daily basis. Not climate change, which is affecting every citizen in the United States. Not public transportation or lack thereof. I could go down the list of problems bigger than the border. But this guy thinks the border It's the problem. And he's the problem. I would argue the biggest problem facing the United States right now, what would you fill that sentence in? Fill it in down below. The biggest problem facing the United States of America is blank. Fill in the blank. What do you say? Put it down below. The biggest, or email it to me. Contact at reallycrowell.com. Go to my website, for the love of God. Why do I even maintain it if none of you go? ReallyCorell.com. So the biggest problem facing America is blank. I maintain the biggest problem facing America is the GOP. They are the biggest impediment to us moving forward, to any kind of success, to a peaceful nation, to good foreign relations, to good civil relations of their people. They are passing anti-gay laws, anti-trans laws. People are dying because of their policies. They are the biggest threat. They refuse to enact gun control. They refuse to enact climate change litigation or legislation. The biggest threat to the United States of America is the GOP. Do you agree? You fill in the blank down below. The biggest threat to the United States of America is fill in the blank below. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Because I believe the biggest threat to the United States is not the border, it's the GOP. What else would be a bigger threat? You know, what else? Because they are the ones stopping the progress. They are the ones being discriminatory. They are the ones that are anti-black, anti-woman, anti-gay. They're the ones who are making these ridiculous laws that a frozen embryo is a child. Which, by the way, if you freeze 100 embryos that are fertilized, can you then have 100 dependents on your taxes? If it's a child and you live in Alabama, why not? And that's how we'll overturn those laws. When someone freezes 50 eggs and says, oh, I've got 50 dependents. I say, no, those are frozen And, ah, they're kids. This judge right here said they're kids, so you know what? I want tax write-offs. I want child support. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So fill in the blank down below. The biggest threat facing the United States of America is blank. I think it's the GOP. When we come back, mental illness or blind hero Are you heroics? You
1: visiting daily you're missing out get the podcast videos and the blog including recipes at really that's really k-a-r-e-l.com it's broadcasting from a completely different point of view yours listen daily to the carell cast on your favorite streaming service you're listening to the Corel cast driving you home or driving you crazy.
0: Of course, if you go on threads, you would think the biggest problem facing the United States is that Wendy's next year is gonna start surge pricing, just like Uber and Lyft. So items that are popular, at times that are busy are going to be higher-priced than these items would be at less busy times. So let's say you drive through a Wendy's at noon, your milkshake might be a dollar more than it would be if you got it at three in the afternoon on a Wednesday. My answer to that, don't fucking eat fast food. As long as the grocery stores aren't doing surge pricing, who cares what Wendy's does? Your fat ass should have to pay a little bit more for food. It's poison, and Wendy's, how do they even exist? They're the worst. Of all the fast food restaurants, they're the absolute worst that there is. I like Burger King better, at least they have vegan options, but Wendy's, even when I was eating meat and dairy, pluh. and they're Christian, and oh, they're just, why go, don't go? So, you know, surge pricing. So, a US military person set himself on fire Uh, in front of the Israeli embassy saying, free Palestine. And he burned to death. And when a cop finally got to the scene, the cop drew his gun on the guy like, "Um, dude, he's on fire. Uh, There were people around. No one really stopped him. Uh, And so online, they're making a martyr out of this guy. They're saying, oh, you know, he died for the cause of Palestine, blah, 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 blah. And I commented, he's mentally ill. He committed suicide in public. He burned himself, the most painful of all deaths, he burned himself in public. That's a mental illness. Oh, the attacks that came upon me. What about the Buddhist monks that did it during Vietnam? Mentally ill. What about Tiananmen Square? Mentally ill. If your passion for a topic drives you to think that burning yourself alive is going to make one fucking difference to anybody, you're sick in the head. Your your love of this cause has made you become unhinged. Because let me tell you what's not happening since in the two days since this guy burned himself. There is no ceasefire yet. There might be one this weekend, but that was already in the works. You know, nothing happened. The war didn't stop. Netanyahu didn't go, oh, my God, that soldier burned himself. You're right. I'm doing an unjust occupation. I should pull out and I should give them back the occupied territories. And geez, my bad. That didn't happen. It didn't happen during Vietnam when the monks set themselves on fire. Guess what Nixon and McNamara didn't do? End the war. In fact, it had to be Johnson to end the war, right? Nixon, I mean, that war could have ended anytime McNamara wanted it to. He said so much in the documentary, The Fog of War, that he himself could have ended Vietnam anytime he wanted to, but he let it go. He let it go. And so I know they think they're doing something noble. They're not. And they're mentally ill if they think it's really going to matter in the grand scheme of things, and that burning yourself is a solution to the Israeli-Palestinian problem. If you believe that, you are mentally ill, and I'm sorry if some of you listening do not agree with me. Well, Carell, haven't you ever wanted to die for a cause? No, I've wanted to live for a cause. I've wanted to live to continue fighting the cause, to continue being in the battle. Suicide is one of the most selfish things that there is. That man had family. It's so selfish to commit suicide unless you are terminally ill. If you are terminally ill and you're going and you're suffering, okay, that's fine. Assisted suicide, great. If you're not terminally ill, then killing yourself is a severely selfish act. And I know that suicide rates are climbing in the United States among old people and young people. And that's because we're all depressed, we're lonely, we don't see a future, all of that. But self humiliation of yourself for a cause is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. And it, it's mentally ill if you think that changes things, because there's so much you could do if you stayed alive. He could have volunteered in an NGO. He's in the military. He could have been ready to go help. There's so many things that he could have done had he lived to further the peace process in Israel and Gaza. Joined protest. Gone over there and helped. Delivered aid. You know, whatever he could do. Now he can't do any of it. And the notion that people defend it and say, oh no, he's a hero. He's this, he's that. No, he's mentally ill. You should feel badly for him. I have nothing but sympathy for the man. I wish I could have been there to talk him out of it, to, you know, do a share, snap out of it. You know, I mean, I wish I could have been there to tell him that there is another way to, to further your cause. There's another way you don't have to kill yourself because it's not gonna matter. Yes, it was powerful to see that person burn alive in front of the tank in TNM Square, but did it stop anything? No. Everything those students were fighting against is going on now. It didn't stop anything. Now, if you're in one of these movie situations where there's something going on, and by you sacrificing yourself, you will save many lives, hundreds, thousands, ten, whatever. You know, oh, I've got to stay behind and push the button. Or I'm, I'm the one that has to stay on the ship to do this while you guys go. Okay, sacrificing yourself to save the lives of many others, yes, that's noble. And we've heard of war stories where that happened, we've heard of all kinds of stories where someone decided that I'm going to stay behind I'm going to do this, even if it means I'm going to die because that it's going to ensure the safety of many other people. Okay. That's not setting yourself on fire in front of an embassy. You know, if there's many of us that, you know, I know I would, that would try to push someone out of the way of a bus or a train or or even a dog try to rescue them, and maybe we would die during that rescue. Jump into the water, try to... So if you die trying to save someone, yes, that's noble. If you stay behind or offer up your life because you know it's going to save tens, tens of thousands, tens of millions, whatever, okay. That's a sacrifice. Yes, you are a noble martyr. But burning yourself alive to prove a point about some cause? No, you mentally ill then. You've you've been driven to a point. And you know, he's in the military. Maybe he saw a lot of dead people, maybe he killed people. We don't we don't really know, but something drove him mad. Because when you set yourself on fire, you are not in your right frame of mind. All right, I am Carell. you be who you want to be, so I don't hurt anybody. I'll be back on Friday with the winners of the Dorian Awards, uh, this year's film awards from the Gay and Lesbian Entertainment Critics. We're gonna get a member of that group on. I'm a member, we're get another member on. Hey, it's Carell. Ember and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. That's patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, reallycorel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.